All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Daddy long that game and shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? To define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is... uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Hello, coming to you from the basement of Little Brick. This is Real Life, episode 155. I'm Tyler Uremchuk, and uh, we got our regular starting lineup in attendance here today. Wanye, Bagged Milk, Jay, Chalmers is even here. I can't see him behind the fancy new monitor we have set up. Hello. But uh, everyone's here. This is exciting. I like when we can get the, the gang together. Feels Very good. exciting. Feels good. It's looking good in here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, thoughts? It's drywalled in. We've got like We're starting to get sound the acoustic stuff. sound on the roof. Oh, the yeah. coat hook. The green screen coat looks hook. legit. Uh, I use oh. this as a coat hook. It's not actually meant to be a coat hook. I just use it as one. But all the cords are coiled. Any hook could be a coat hook if you believe. Tyler. Somebody put some hours in down here. There is like a thousand yeah. cords. Should we frame in this furnace thing here? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, I want to put this all over all of it. Yeah. And can you put that directly on that venting? No, oh, it's sure. not a good idea. Ah, fuck it. Not a good idea. Chalmers, you lost your opportunity to have any sort of say in this. No, no, you still got video. creative control. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> as long as I'm not doing creditor it. too. Yeah, when no one was watching, Chalmers vaulted out the construction team onto co-host. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it directly on heat duct and yeah. vent. But we could like box that out though. Well, what's like the would... worst thing that could happen? Oh, it just catches on fire. Yeah, yeah. see, well, this house is made of brick. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. I was going to make a joke about insurance money, but then I realized that that is very incriminating and should not be said on any sort of podcast, no matter how. You're right. We should we stuff it with oily rags. <laughs> the temperature yeah. that it is down here. Do these things actually even work? Yeah, Chalmers. It's like minus four quadrillion out. That's it's because the thermostat right that that runs yeah, off of is upstairs where it's nice and warm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. 
cold down here. I'm no, actually like sweating. It's because it's minus one outside and not minus 30 like it was last week. You know who else is sweating? Brandon Manning. Oh, yeah. Oh. Topical. Yeah, that is topical. He's in the Did heat, someone too. someone say perfect game? Thank you, yeah. He's in the heat. That was well done. If only Brandon Manning had given us a hint with some of his behavior before we traded for him. If only he'd done something piece of shitty. That would have told us maybe we shouldn't trade for this so guy. So bag milk. What do you, tell everybody what he did because I, I don't think I could explain it as well as you could. Because well, you have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what he did. Well, no, I know that he was. <laughs> the I know, gist of it. I know that I got a message from a friend of mine that said he just got kicked out of a game and a 10-minute misconduct for roughing in front of the net. And that doesn't usually happen, mm-hmm. meaning he had to have said something. According to the release, Brandon Manning was suspended five games in the American Hockey League for using a racial slur. Can't do that. What the fuck is he thinking? Um, From a hockey perspective, this is interesting because I don't know where you kind of go from this. Like the Oilers could very easily just be like, we've suspended him for the rest of the season. But is that appropriate? Like, does everybody get the death penalty? If you want to get out of the contract, though, you could say. At the end of his two-year deal, like he's done in three months. Yeah, but that cap space would be real nice come traded line. Is that like really Something said on the. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Something said on the ice. It shouldn't be canceled. You shouldn't, shouldn't be, be like grounds for you to be released from your contract. I get Ju on Brandon Manning to be shot over the moon. I get that, but like, does it open up a precedent that like anybody who's a bad contract is now concerned if they do anything bad that they can have it canceled? On? No, no, but it's 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 because of like the severity of the action. I think is why it could be like there was an uh, NHLer that had you know came across the border with a suitcase full of pills. And got busted, and then the team terminated his contract. Is right, this, so yeah. that's for conduct. Yeah. So I think there, that application applies. But uh, where on the scale, also, right? Like but, this but, isn't as bad as that. No. Well, but in, okay. In every, okay. Well, in every case. It's, no. 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 But look, let's look what just happened in his recent as like six weeks ago with Bill Peters. Yeah. And this is something he did like ten years ago. This and, is the and, bad precedent that gets set in cancel used, culture. And, yeah, and used you know those things. And now he wasn't technically fired or terminated from his contract. He resigned. Yeah. So there was some there was some kind of a, arrangement there, but but I don't think this is like full on cancel culture because this has been happening in sports for a long time, way before cancel culture started. Like people organizations use any excuse possible to get out of bad contracts. They've done it with, I mean, I think A-Rod. The NFL they did it with is like, A-Rod. why would A-Rod do? Well, steroids. They, they canceled A-Rod's contract because of steroids? Well, no, he just got suspended. For, he got suspended for a year, but they didn't oh. bring him back. Oh. Hey, did he come back and played? For the Yankees. Yes. No, he didn't, did Yes, he, he did. It was terrible because he wasn't on steroids. <laughs> he came for real. Back. Yeah, he came back. And he wasn't any good. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was. Because he, was, he wasn't on the juice no more. He has more. made a huge just had warning track. He, is, he has had uh, a resurgence. Now? Oh, my God. He's oh, because he's with J-Lo and those convenient oh, relationships. A-Rod has made the change to good guy now. He's one of the oh. best analysts Isn't he on there. Shark Tank sometimes? Yeah, I think he's, so. Or he's on something like that. Yeah. Warren Buffett's like one of his mentors. Well, that's just great. He's a goof. And Brandon Manning, although that's racist and terrible, I don't think that you should be like terminated from your contract. I don't know. I, I could definitely see the Oilers making it like we don't want Brandon Manning around. Like we've decided to suspend him indefinitely, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, the fact that they released a statement on Manning's behalf tells me it won't happen. Yeah. And Manning did kind of say in his statement, like he had a chance to talk to the player after and apologize. And he's grateful for that. Do we, do we know exactly what happened? No. We just know something was said. Yeah. We don't know. So. Who the, if you, if you, you do, need to know. You need to do an investigation. You need to know the whole truth and the whole story before you can kind of just say, but, 
gone or stay? If the Oilers did want to get out of this, it would be easy to do it right now, and everybody would forget in three days because that's just the way the news. Oh yeah, it seems like Bill Peters got fired six months ago. It does, but it took it took the Flames and him like seven days to come to that arrangement for the departure. I don't even remember what happened to Bill Peters because <laughs> it was like fucking one day I heard about it, and the next day it was just done. Yeah, I just don't. It was a pretty wild time because that was right when the Don Cherry thing was popping off. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. And it seemed it like, was like the, the small meat. The movement. mob was just like in full. Yeah. Ah. The small canceling. Ah. That's the mob chalmers. Ah. You go on social media and everybody's in the state. Of, ah. And you look at the top thing trending on Twitter. Ah. What's the biggest ah thing right now? Well, this what is everybody? Today. What's everybody complaining? Well, about Bernie today? Sanders, uh, Hillary oh, Clinton said no one likes him. <laughs> what about what he said about Elizabeth Warren? Though? Well, so this is what the, ah, this is what they're about right now. I was watching Bernie Sanders, and they're like, Bernie, are you sure you got it in you? You're 78 years old. And Bernie looked at the camera like determined. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, how many 78-year-olds do you know that could take the rigors of an election? And yet Joe Biden's 75, I think. Let alone wipe themselves after going to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Most, like, people that age are like, well, I suppose the time to just shut her down. Instead, he's like, I guess I'll just go run the free world. I'm 78 years old. I don't know why you'd want to do that at 78. The you, fuck is wrong? Your mental you fortitude. Yeah, you're like a call to public duty, right? Yeah. And Hillary Clinton's statement was like, nobody likes Bernie and he lives in a fantasy land and no one wants to work with him. <laughs> 78, all I'm going to care about is what rye I have and what pool I'm in all day. Oh, nice. And what city in Phoenix it is. <laughs> what city in Phoenix it is? I mean, what you city in Arizona? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 because there's a, there's a whole greater Phoenix area where there's like Glendale and uh, Scottsdale, yes, the GPA. And Chandler, and and so you're just going to stand things. in your pool in Chandler yeah. with a rye for forty years. You are a Chandler yeah, guy, man. <laughs> I am a Chandler guy. I lo- man, that's living. That's living. I believe you, man. Do you I know how much healthcare costs though? Just to like have uh, healthcare insurance. Well, you got to come back. You got to play. You got every six months. Yeah, I know guys that fly there. And then fly back, like to the day, like the day that it's up, they fly home, they stay overnight at their house, and then fly right back. No, why do they it's, have a house? It's, it's they in, do have. A, what's, that's what's like that? 192 days. It's a in year a calendar something. year, though. Yeah. You can't be as sneaky as what you think I they're think, doing. I think. Well, maybe they're doing something different. Or maybe right? it's like a new year, so they. Kind of, who knows? I'm not here they're to throw that on that. Anyway, so now we know Chalmers yeah. retirement plan. I'm a Tucson man yeah. anyway, so. Yeah. No, no, don't like where you're going, Chalmers. So, like, uh, so that's the plan, eh? Just yeah. go down and. and I'll have a TV outside so nice. I can watch sports uh, on it. Yeah. I love outdoor living rooms. Oh, I see you best. standing in a pool with a drink, like yeah. staring at your television. Staring at a college 90. basketball yeah. game that you're betting on. Living. Oh, uh, God, that's the life. That you're is, just betting all day, every day. Oh, I'm yeah. going to have like a fund. There's going to be funds for like. Meals and entertainment because that's going to be expensive. Well, especially when you're older. Grandkids education. Grandkids. Grandkids ah, they're on their own. They'll be all right. Grandpa's pay for their. Who's got that kind of generational wealth? <laughs> yeah, huh? right. oh my God. They'll go to space college on their own. I'll teach merit. my kids how to save for their own kids' education. That's right. Exactly. Good. That's yeah. good life skills. That's good parenting. Yeah, and then just like if you mule one fun. brick of coke, son, one. Your yes. life will change Just forever. One. But, it, but you it'll be hooked. Don't get hooked. Don't say. try it. But one brick of Coke and it, you'll be going to whatever community college you want. Two was, bricks of that's Coke. That's like the first time I ever put a bet on the Super Bowl, though. With, it was like, was with a yeah, it would be fun. Brick of Coke? Yeah. No, no, no. But if you do that once. It was when you were flushed like, from having. That was fucking easy. Oh, I see. And now I can bet more. And now no. I can drink more. And that's when you got to be a good parent. And you got to step back in and say, I told you about Coke muling for a reason. To do one deal. There's a great movie to reference about how just, you know. It's like a bridge too far. Like the load, you went one load too many. Like just keep it tight. One load, maybe let's, two. Let's just 
Let's there's got to be. And if there's no hiccups in the first two, maybe you push your luck Let's on the third. Say you and, but, yeah, but don't go more than a third unless the third one went really good. And you're yeah. starting to develop I, a system. You but this is where you, no, no, no. There's got to be criminals. If you went down to like Panama and floated around and looked at everybody, there's got to be some criminals down there. They're like, well, I had the discipline to do one big score and, and then check the fuck out like Chalmers and, and stood my in my question. pool. That's what I'm here's saying, my like, question: How do you go exactly? How do you how do you get into coke muling for one time? You just fly to Mexico and be like, anybody need a coke well, mule? Like, what, I don't know how that goes. As the movie goes, he was just at a party for his daughter who, you know, he's a little bit estranged with and he just started talking and he got approached by one of the guys at the party because I think he talked about something about having a clean driving record or something or he's looking for a job because his flower shop just closed. So he was in need of something. So I think the guy kind of sensed the the desperateness and the fact that it's an older gentleman, a little bit more incognito and uh, they had a conversation and then he did it. And then he kept kind of rising up the ranks, giving money to the kids. Yeah. Now he wasn't driving a jalopy. Yes. He wasn't driving a jalopy. He's now driving like a brick by brick, a Denali Sierra, you know, like it's all kind of leveling up, you know, and then Bradley Cooper's on the case and he's kind of throwing him off the scent. So I think the minute you, you, you mule up until the point, this is when you stop muling the minute the cartel, Gives you a nickname. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you're in out. too deep. You no. got to get the fuck out. If you went down, Chalmers, I'd go to like Columbia and I'd go to the most expensive nightclub I could find. And then I would go and run up a bill of $10,000. And then the really high end <laughs> drug dealers would find me. And then they would come over and I'd be like, here's a sitch, bro. Clean driving record. Haven't rented a jet ever in my life. Yeah. Let's juice world this thing without the seizure at the airport. Well, and getting we, a pilot's license they brought actually seven, might be They handy. had 78 kilograms of weed in his private jet. Mm. And then he had a big bag of something or other. Who's this? Juice World. Juice this World. rapper that died. Yeah. Because then they World. caught him with a bunch of pills and he took them all at the airport. And then, Or you spend a year doing prep, right? Mm-hmm. Stretching out the suitcase, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. And then you Come do on. one run. Yeah. One run. Uh, this is so a family. You can't get 72 uh, kilograms I, I, of yayo up your yayo. I, 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 I say, is this the suitcase I'm thinking? The I, like, I like the driving. And, but also what he also did is he drove within the States. Mm. So he was moving, I think, from New New Mexico to smart. Illinois. So you also want to be smart because that, that's that not where the margin is. The margin is you go to Medellin, and it's a volume game. Sure, that but, that's but, that's gonna that's but that's when you're going to get caught. you're going to get caught. You go to Medellin yeah. with like a hundred grand and a private jet, but and you say, "I'm ready to do a deal tonight, nightclub." You're deep. good at it for the first two. No more. That's when you get busted. One and done. Because what Wanya is suggesting is more of like a direct consumer approach. Because in in the mule, I think there's been like multiple middlemen. so the money to be made. Mule's a chump. You want to go down the private jet from supplier to no middlemen. Then you land here with a whole different set of problems. But the Odds are they're never going to see a first-time jet renter getting in huge shit because they're not going to have like, hey, this guy's always coming between Medellin and Edmonton well, directly. They, <laughs> <laughs> and he sees him buy a that. new Ferrari every week. <laughs> One and done, Chalmers. Yeah. Then you and get in here for 24 hours. Then on this end, you've already prepped yourself one of these cool spaces in the ground that you dug out, and then you have like styrofoam on top with a chain, yeah. and then you like put dirt and shit on it. Yeah. But when you want to pull that out of the ground, you got yourself like 800 square feet, plenty of area to put all the yayo that just came in in your jet. When we were on that bus going <laughs> between <laughs> Buffalo and Toronto. We, we could have done a run. But One I, and done. <laughs> One and done. Yep. But I didn't have anything of anything. And I walked in there and I was just like, you just get nervous. Private oh, jet, always. you don't go through security. They come on your plane. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's right. You don't have to sweat. They come on. Shit. You have a Ryan Coke what going. You're standing dog? in a pool. What in the they have a dog. <laughs> 
Like a sniffing dog. Yes. You just encase it in porcelain. Chalmers will work out the details. Basically, all I need you to do is go to Medi. What if? But that's that's why it's a one and done because of the percentage of having a dog or not. And that's why you also got to be very tactful on the airport you land in. So maybe you should land somewhere else. That land somewhere else and then come into the country. And it's like it in you have to have enough money that <laughs> no, spinning the show. wheel chalmers yeah. once says it's like 50% chance there's a dog, 50% chance it doesn't work down there. You have a one in eight chance of the number being so big that it's worth the shot. Not like I'm going to take one bale of terribly grown Indiana outdoor weed to another state yeah. for a dollar, but face all the penalties yeah. of yeah. unlimited rise, unlimited sports gambling, and a 90 inch TV in your 5,000 square foot this sounds Chandler, doable. Arizona home. This one sounds and done. Doable. That's what's on the table. What happened? How'd you make all that money that you just go, one I was done. really good at poker for a while, man, <laughs> but my license plate on my boat, one and done. One and done. One, one and, and done. done. That's what my boat's called. Well, you guys have been busy talking about illegally transporting things. Our friends at Japa are busy legally <laughs> transporting jet fuel from Edmonton to Calgary. That's a part of their project. That's the kind of stuff they can do. Wait what a do minute. They're moving jet fuel? Did you know there's a pipeline running between Edmonton and Calgary carrying jet fuel? Japa was fortunate enough to have sent some equipment for a customer to work on that project. That's the kind of shit Japa's doing, guys. That's why they're our sponsor. You know what? They're good they people. The fact that they want to help Calgary just shows how, you know, Salt of the earth they are. Yeah. Could you send cocaine back up the pipeline from Calgary if you mm-hmm. were to say land at the Airdrie? Again, well, that's the sponsored part of the show, so please. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend Jappa get involved. There's too many staff there and there'd be snitches. Yeah. Well, that's cool. They're doing that. You got to keep your crew I saw tight, the Instagram you know? video for them. They have, they have good. Involved Noah. I love it. That's how I knew about yeah. it. No follow, assistance. Follow no Instagram. friends about. You don't tell any friends you're doing it. Yeah, I've been training One pigeons to carry things, messages around. Pipeline no in text. for decades. <laughs> well, and there's, I think there's a lot of pipelines in our future, so I can see Jappa being very busy here in the near future, which they're always busy anyways because their service is so good. Yep. And the people that work there are amazing. And they've if got fair prices on rentals and equipment as well. I've been if told. you're sitting there right now and you're a high up with some fancy company, you need equipment, or maybe you know someone who is, Jappa Equipment. JappaMachinery.com. Or maybe you need just, to move some earth. Maybe it's just cold outside and you want to use their golf simulator. Yeah, I have one in the Go office. Pretend to be interested. Yeah, Chalmers, you remember back in the day in Costco, they had those tubes and the cashiers and put the money oh, in the, oh, tube. the pneumatic oh, tubes. Things, yeah. Could I run a pneumatic tube with the same type of equipment from Edmonton to Medellin directly, <laughs> like a underground? A it's a little tiny pipeline. It only has to be like yeah, four inches in diameter. That's what she said. Mm. Underground? Yeah, like four feet. That's, under that's under girthy. Huge. <laughs> 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 Ah. It'd be a lot of air pressure to get it from there to here. You want to hear why I'm mad at Katie Lang? Yes, I do. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Uh, Let's get in our Katie and Lang. this is where Yemtrek times wait, wait, wait. out. Can I just say one more thing? Sure, sure. Jappa is uniting Edmonton and Calgary, and so was Sam and Yeg on Twitter. I wanted to quickly oh, plug. Yes. She'll be joining us at the end of this podcast to chat a little bit about her charity thing. Good on her. Katie Lang, go. Say, the- wait, wait, wait. Say what she did. Well, I, I don't think... Like, we'll, we'll talk about that. What are you talking about? Say what Katie Lang did or say what Sam and Yang no, did? No, what Sam did. I mean, people she, can wait She's getting interviewed. Yeah. I, yeah, no, this is, this is, that's the cliffhanger challenge. We're going to yeah. keep them on. We'll, 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 we'll get tease. to it at the 50-minute yeah, mark. This is how you get five-star ratings on a podcast. <laughs> you just drag them along and just <laughs> okay. tease them. Katie and Lang. The Katie, Lang. The end. Katie Lang. To be honest, I thought you were talking about Katie Hobbins at first, that you had beef with her. No, no, no. Look on social media. No, no. Social media legend. Yeah, no. Yes. No. What does Katie the KD Lang stand for? Okay, so here's the situation. Yes. There's this dude down in Riverdale who's the Riverdale historian, and he did this historical walk, and I, <laughs> I went with him. This is where Little Brick is in Edmonton, is this neighborhood. 
And we walk past this house, Chalmers, and he pointed at this house and goes, see this little purple house right here? That's where KD Lang wrote part of her first album ever. Right. I'm like, okay. Then we're doing a sponsored post on the Little Brick Edmonton River Valley Instagram account. Sometimes we do sponsored posts for realtors who are selling houses down here. Yeah. And the realtor goes, here's my house. This house is for sale. It's this little purple house. KD Lang used to live here. That is two sources now. I go, oh, you the Katie Lang. to confirm and go with live with the story. Just we'll so get now. there. Don't you worry about that. So I'm like, cool, cool. The Katie Lang house is for sale. So I put the post up and I say, this house is for sale. Katie Lang used to live here and tagged her because, you know. That's what you do. That's what you do in 2020. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. She comes into the comments and goes, uh, dot, 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 dot. Nope. <laughs> like she led with the dots? Like, uh, and then a bunch of dots. Uh, and then a like, bunch of dots. Uh, nope. Like that. She's so dramatic. So I'm like, That's oh so my fetch. God, I lied about Katie Lang. I feel terrible about myself. So I send her a DM. Very Edmontonian. I say, you won't believe the urban legends in Riverdale in 2020. I've heard from numerous people. And the people who live in this house think this is your old house. That's the third. Read no reply. Mm. Oh. So then the realtor reaches out and goes, gee whiz, I'm really sorry about that. I don't know why that lie got made up about this house. The people selling this house were told when they bought this house, Katie Lang used to live here. And a historian from down here said it as well. So we got three scenarios. One, Katie Lang used to live in this house and doesn't want her name brought up in the marketing of it. She's got a brand. Maybe she Perhaps. didn't like the tenants and that she doesn't want them to make any extra money off of the house. I suspect it'd be a different landlord because it's probably 30 years ago. She doesn't care. Right? I mean, like, just think about... The person who owns doesn't. that house now never rented it out. They moved in and lived there. When she lived there, it was a rental house. Right. Maybe it's just the house that she doesn't want to help, period. So she's like, I don't want to remember my terrible days in a cute little house next to the river. That's scenario one. Yeah. Valid. Scenario two is she did never live there, but someone a long time ago started up a rumor that she lived there and it's just propagated. That's a weird rumor. People like to be involved with stuff. This is why Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Exactly. Legitimately, Jamie, Sally, and David Pelche bought my childhood house I lived in and gutted it all and renovated it What, in Riverbend? No, in Glenora. And I hate them forever because they gutted my childhood home and it's unrecognizable. If like 30 years from now, someone was like, this used to be Jamie Sally's house and it's for sale. And she went on there and was like, uh, dot, dot, dot. Nope. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, I'm sure you live there. <laughs> the third option is that she did live there, but just wants to be mean. Like, like well, may- maybe she comes from a broken home. And but maybe- this is when she was an adult writing albums uh, and shit. She, she was born in consort. I looked at all that. Well, yeah. Actually, actually, Where were I you going with I the broken home at? Maybe just angle. Oh, just memory. memory. Yeah, unpleasant memory. Like, that's where, yeah, like, yeah. my dad, like, my alcoholic dad, you know, used <laughs> right, to Right, but whatever. she wrote her first album there. I think she wrote Constant like, Craving Living in This House, not yeah, the not, horrible life. That's a good jam. It is a good jam. That's a good jam. Well, this is why I have beef. I like Katie Lang. Or did. Until she started fucking with my... Can we play my favorite game? Which Let's name the songs of Katie Lang. Constant Craving. One. Constant Craving. There's yeah. one. Could you name one, Bag Milk? No. Me neither. Zero. Can you name one, Jer? Constant Craving. No, I know. And another one. White Not Christmas. One. She has a Christmas album. She's collaborated she with like White Elton John, yeah. Anne Murray. Yeah. She's done a lot of stuff. Uh, I was crying. getting her confused with Anne Murray. Fair. That's what I thought you were talking about for a bit. I'm like, wow, this is a massive oh, deal. She, sang, she was the 49th person to sing Hallelujah. So that's good for her. Yeah, she had a ballet called Ballelujah. She know up. the... Uh, yeah. That's dumb. At the Grammy-nominated oh, Miss Chatelaine. Yeah. Great jam. Oh, my God. What a You've sw- heard of that. How did I not know that? Moon Glow with Tony Bennett. She Her song, Constant... I think it was Constant... Oh, no. Anywhere But Here? Is that a song? 
Anywhere But Here. If that's a song from a Natalie Portman movie, Anywhere But Here, which I recall, where she played a pregnant lady who gave birth in a Walmart. She that was a very good song searching. called I Am Down yeah, to anywhere My but Last here. Anywhere But Here. That's yep. an amazing song. Does that is a legitimate song? amazing song. I have a song, I Lived in Riverdale. Yeah. No. <laughs> in a purple house. <laughs> you know what? She does. She does. She does have a song oh, called man. I'm Down to My Last Cigarette. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to hear that. What do you do when Katie Lang is fucking fake doxing oh. you online and doesn't respond? I think we get to the bottom of it, to be honest with you. Uh, like I said to you earlier, we could pull land titles in that house. You could but, find out every but, owner. But now, she, she, rented she probably it. wouldn't own it. Like if she's right. an artist, writing an album she probably doesn't own a house but we can determine who owned it so these are walls jr that won't stop me okay (laughs) you get around that wall by seeing who did own it you know the you know when she wrote her first album yeah yeah, that's fair we said we're gonna do a gofundme two weeks ago and (laughs) didn't set that shit up you're supposed to have a recurring construction segment that you've never updated i don't know if like an in-depth katie whatever happened to best and worst Oh, Buddy, I'm just saying, do we want to open an investigation into Katie Lang? We don't have the resources well, to close well, on the back end. <laughs> Everything it's an open now. investigation. Yeah. How, how is the it? investigation open now? Still open. I think you guys are thinking too small. I say we build up a bunch of imaging for like a pop culture podcast, trick Katie Lang into joining it as a guest, and then actually just get her on real life. Start oh. a Katie Lang podcast with the sole goal of slowly building and gaining her trust. I, that's yeah. like in the movies. And then when getting you see- her to admit that she lived in that house. Yeah, as part of like an emotional reveal in episode <laughs> 173. We have like a four part. And then arrest her for fraud on site. <laughs> oh my God. Just ALS, ALS Ice Bucket Challenger the middle of the podcast and she admits she lived in Riverdale. Those are the best type of revenge movies. The ones with the long, slow burn, right? Like, you got a slow count, burn. Count them Eight years Riverdale? to get even. Well, Man. think how many dots she gave you. Wow, one for every year. Yeah, that's, we gotta draw this out. Does any, so if anybody out there knows Katie Lang and can uh, confirm or deny that she lived in Riverdale, DM Wanye. So you can figure it out. There was a guy, you know that Ice Cube song, Today Was a Good Day? Of course. They figured out the exact date he wrote that song. He had a triple-double. And then he talked about how the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Yeah. He talked about how there's no smog. And they went and figured that out. That just like, happened, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they figured out the date Ice Cube wrote the song. It based took him on that long to figure it out. No one had done it. Like, oh. this just one yeah. guy was like, was oh. it? Did the guy know that he was getting to an end? Like, did, did, did Cube confirm that, yes, it was about a singular day? Well, January 20th, 1992, see? to be specific, which was yesterday in yeah. 92. Isn't that cool? And the guy figured it out. We could do that. We could figure out like when her first album was being written, then pull title and see who owned it in that time period, then fake marry the daughter of the estate because the landlord's probably dead. Mm-hmm. Work your way into the family's good graces. Yeah. Go into their. May have, there may have to be a marriage. Fine, fine. <laughs> then one night at a, like a Thanksgiving dinner, you go into the granddad's old Thank office, God, uh, not, going no, through his files. None of you guys are married in here. There's Folder a pulled out. Riverdale House. Open it up. Four pages in. Katie Lang photo. So we to got, my landlord. Thanks for my album. We've got yeah. Shadowland that came out in April 26, 1988. Ingenue. In March of 92. Be the first one. First All you one. can eat in 95. So we have Shadowland in 1988. Well, that's that's what people call Riverdale. Shadowland. Yes. Edmonton's a garden. They it's do the not call of the big Do city. they actually call Riverdale Shadowland? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, she lived there for they, sure. They also Fuck call this. it Katie Langville. Case closed. <laughs> well, Case it's closed. A, the house is on Katie Lang Street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mean to tell me you didn't live in a house on Katie Lang Street? She claims to record it in Juliet, Tennessee. 
Oh, okay. Well, recorded, but written. And do you know, do you know oh, why? Written, exactly. So you'd write it, then you'd the fly. And then you'd fly to Tennessee. The song yes, on Shadowland, I'm Down to My Last Cigarette, wouldn't be a big deal if you didn't live in Riverdale. Because there's no there stores. No stores closed. This is fucking chaos. There were stores down here. This thing's right in itself Not at that 19, point. In 1982? Riverdale, yeah, yeah. Riverdale the, the Grocery, grocery would have been right up the, the hill. It, it, what, well, what about the site Umperville's on? That was two. a grocery store. Been two in the year. Yeah, she would have had option. Her next album, 92, was recorded in Vancouver, which is not very far from here if you're just a quick flight away. Does it say where Shadowland was recorded? So we need actually to find. I think we have to also do an excavation because I think we could find the actual last cigarette she's referencing. Should we start a GoFundMe? A DNA poll. <laughs> then we clone <laughs> up. When did Little Brick We're going to need about two million dollars for this because we're gonna go deep <laughs> when did little brick the coffee shop open 2014 uh no march of 2015 uh, i thought it was oh. older than that because she has an, a song on shadowline called black coffee and i don't know about you guys but this coffee shop sells black coffee it does okay do. so on we wikipedia do. it says that this album was recorded at bradley's barn in mount juliet tennessee recorded recorded written, yeah that's right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna walk in with sugar land yeah. on the top of your head and just spit 12 tracks of fire. You got to write that shit for a while in Riverdale, yeah. going between two locally sourced cigarette stores. Yeah. Thus making him down to my last cigarette. A question. How can you be out of cigarettes when we where you know where you lived recording this album had two stores within two blocks? Well, let's find out when the stores closed. Well, no, I still think we will need open. about four million bucks for this. Yeah, maybe there's some Let's grant money for this. Yeah. For this, is like, yeah. this is one of those Canadian heritage things yeah. we need. Uh, yeah. I went to her website, kdlang.com. Of course, I'm never going to go there well, again. Can you go, She's getting a lot of hits Katie from this Lang right now on the online. Right now, her manager's like, Katie, I don't know what's happening in Edmonton. <laughs> there's a lot of people searching for you, and they're hitting your website. Our website is buzzing. <laughs> we could cold call her management office, or we could sign up for her newsletter, and that's about it. No option well, to directly uh, contact her. Well, you could DM her, but she'll just read it and not reply. Here's what we do. Ice cold. We get business cards printed up with fake Vanity Fair logos on mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. And we find out where Katie Lang is hanging socially. And we show up and we talk about this series we're writing for VF, we'll call it, because we work there. Of course. Where were you when you wrote your first album? Yeah. Wrote and there's a cover in Riverdale. There's a cover in it, Katie. There's a cover in it, and we love your work. And we thought we came to you first because Constant Craving was a wicked song. We just need you to talk about where you were when you wrote your album. Mm -hmm. So help me God, if it's Riverdale, I'm going to go to Real Vanity Fair. I feel, like, I feel like there's a better than fifty fifty chance that this actually gets solved. I'm feeling good about this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think 50, our 50? I don't think our I mean, intra podcast talk about they about 50, our 50. intra podcast work falls to low levels in between shows. We intend to do it. It's the All Star break. There you go. And the, and the <laughs> doxing Katie Lang and is all, all we the did Oilers are somewhere cool. They get are they? Go, oh yeah. Well, of course I would. You know, where they all go? Well, some guys Connor and Leon are in uh, Aspen and Nurse and Neil, and because they flew where, in. Oh, they flew on a jet. Yeah. Where oh. Where is the All Star game? Oh, St. it Lou. is in St. Louis. Why would they go to Aspen then? Why don't they go somewhere close? Isn't closer? Connor at the oh, All Star? It's probably what another. They're on a uh, private okay, jet. Everything's like now they're an hour away. They're fine. You yes. know what you could do with a private jet, Chalmers? Fly. <laughs> you could fly straight shot to Medellin in under eight hours. I heard um, about this. But they were, McDavid and Dry said on them, they were on a private jet, right? They, yeah, uh, they like went down. All in one. Yeah. Big um, one. It looked really cool. They are in Aspen, enjoying the cold, not skiing. I heard that pro athletes can't do stuff like that. Yeah, because didn't Joffrey Lupel snowboard, and that's what voided his contract with the Leafs? No, no. He was hurt. He, he was on the IR, and he's saying that like it's the, the Leafs are actually like forcing him on the IR, and he's fine, and he posted a video quickly of him snowboarding, then quickly took it down. Where is he now, Chalmers? Where is Doing he a lot now? of spit and chicklets interviews. Yeah. Is hey, he? don't. Yeah. I got to bleep that out now. Good one, Chalmers. Can't say spit and chicklets on here. We can't. Right. 
No. I'm well, we can say whatever we want. I'm just kidding. Jeez. Oh, okay. You know who probably loves spitting chiclets? I believe you when you say that stuff. Katie Lang. Oh. She's probably like, liar. I like the douchebaggery. Reminds me of how I treat Riverdalians. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> I don't get what her fucking problem is. <laughs> it's okay, is. man. No one's listening to this. Oh, jeez. For the record, I used Shots to like Katie here. Lang. Did you actually, though? Yeah, man. Anybody who's from Alberta, unless, like, even if you invented dynamite or something, if you're oh. from Red Deer, I'd still like Are you. Big I'll Jan straight Arden up fan say, because well? yeah. I remember. Susan Aglucark, in fact. Ooh. Jay's the only oh, other person on earth. See, yeah, <laughs> we are. I saw it. Can I tell you something about that song? So, and I don't know how much I want to get into this, but my kids' uh, elementary school this year. Oh, no. Um, they didn't have a Christmas concert. They had a holiday concert. Tell me they sang that, sang that song. Every grade sang that song. Awesome. One what? after another? Or one after another. It's a great track, too. But like 12 grades in a row singing that. Yeah, it gets a little monotonous. And, and they're, so, so picture this. Last year. You're in the gymnasium. There's seats everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, lights are low. Place is mm-hmm. decorated. Who's been to Columbia? Someone singing, says. You don't raise your hand. And they're singing, you don't raise your hand. They're singing a Christmas carol and then a holiday song. Right. So they are they are mixing it up. This year it was lights on, no seats. Parents stood around the middle, around what? the perimeter. I swear to God, they stood around the perimeter, and then the kids walked in, stood in the middle of the gym, faced whatever way they wanted to, sang this song. Susan Aglukark. This reminds and me of your twentieth birthday. Remember when you hired all those kids to come in in a circle and sing Susan Aglukark? No, it wasn't like his birthday, Chalmers. That was a fake story, man. Whose birthday? I lived. I, Jay's twentieth. I, I lived Susan, a rich and full life. The, it was mm-hmm. themed Susan Aglukark. It was. Should we get into your Anne Murray obsession back in the so day? So hold on, no, Anne Murray. That's well, that's wrong. I. But oh, Rita McNeil. Is there no coordination? That's not my obsession. Is there no coordination between classes that they're singing the same song over and over no, and over it was and the over? Point. That was the point. It was the point of the whole thing. Oh, but, the okay, wait, if that is the point, explain the point. That's a good point. Yeah, what is the I don't point? Know if I want to explain the point. You, you that saying, might be the point. Yeah, it's maybe. a conversation starter about the unity. Point, the point is, yeah, yeah, that's kind I of. I think it. they had like, a lazy music teacher, to be it's honest. Not yeah. Joel. I think Just, that the lazy, I think that the music teacher wanted nothing more than to have it the exact same way it was last year. Probably got canceled. Mm. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. They Just wanted to try something different. What's the level oh, of triggered I, I, at yeah. a school these days with parents? Is oh, the triggered man. level See, through that, the roof? The, well, that triggered it because it was like, it was like you can be super inclusive to everybody. But right. by not having a party, you include no one. It's like giving everyone unflavored ice cream. Well, that's just to it. not offend anyone. That's just it. Oh, you're uh, celiac and you're uh, dairy intolerant. I'm just going to give everybody a blend of ice with no flavoring. <laughs> yeah. Tepid water. Ice and deep breath. Yeah. Enjoy. And now Susan Aglucard. <laughs> well, I saw that, her perform that song before a Blue Rodeo concert with my mom. Come on. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. It was wow. a young bag milk and I went and saw it. That's cool. It was cool. Is she the most famous Northern First Nations person of all time? Susan Aglucar? Well, Shania Twain. What? She's in Timmins. She not? She's, yeah, that's like, that's North in Ontario. Well, that's not North in the North. North, North. North, North, like Northwest Territory. Like anything Northern. above Edmonton is North to me. I would say yes. Like the Arctic Circle is what, a hundred and... 90 kilometers. How much, how much south of the Arctic Circle are we? It's not far. Oh, oh no, it's, it's far. I have no idea. <laughs> how, well, so it's, I bet you it's uh, a thousand to fifteen hundred kilometers away. What? Probably the, more. Well, probably more. Probably two thousand. Your M truck. You know what? Just, just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because you know what you're getting into. You know that this is what Oilers talk looks it's, like. It's the 66 parallel, and we're on the 53rd. Bag milk knows the answer. I've got it for you. Yeah. From Edmonton to the Arctic Circle is 1,448 kilometers. Bang! Price right rules. <laughs> Give me the car and the trip. So let's put that in perspective. Is that like Edmonton to Vancouver? If you uh, didn't want... Yeah, yeah, uh, 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because it's 12 hours to van. If you did a straight shot a- from Medellin to the northernmost private airplane hangar resort landing yeah. strip deal and hit it all for 40 years and just slowly went up north to access your stash. Yeah. One and done. You'll never get caught. You'll never get caught. Terrible plan. Edmonton to Vancouver Chalmers is 1,159 kilometers. So a little bit less. A little bit less. Well, okay. Well, then, then, then put in the the driving kilometers to the Arctic Circle. You I can't bet you drive all the way there. Yes, you can. Of course, you can. No, you got a dog sled for a bit. No, no, no. I I know paved roads all the way to the Arctic Circle. Yeah, paved roads all the way to the Arctic Circle. No, it's gravel. Once you get to, you have to take like the um, uh, Inavik like exit. I can, yeah, it's called. Uh, it's got a name for you the road. I can't remember, but oh, there, it's it's gravel from there on in. You drove to Alaska. It's legit. I drove up to Dawson. Yeah. So uh, the furthest north I went was Dawson City, yeah, which is the Arctic is, Circle. Know, yes. It's like 400 kilometers south of the Arctic Circle. All right. So the closest. That's still 400 kilometers south? Oh, there's another way to get there. At that point, you can turn right, but the that way is long. Closest I can get is the Arctic Circle sign, which oh, is 3,248 kilometers or 37 hour drive. Go, uh, split that up. Go Edmonton to like, uh, (laughs) take shifts. Go Edmonton to Inuvik or, or, uh, you see how many kilometers you can drive in 14 hours straight then try to beat your record. (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) Quick way to drive to Alaska. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Best of seven. Okay. It's tough. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do it as a team. You gotta do it in an RV so you can lay in the back and sleep. It has to be like a new RV. You gotta risk breaking down. I'm sure there's no cell service for a new vacation. This is really how, this is what we're talking about. Your kid's Christmas conference. Concert still technically right now, John. Edmonton I know. Inuvik, still only on our third topic. My, reti- my retirement went into selling basically mule and drugs. My kids' Christmas concert went into fucking Arctic Circle driving. Well, we had, we had some Kitty Lang beef sprinkled in there. That if we're not- you don't want to do a 24 hour trip to Medellin and retire by Friday, that's on you. You want to keep working? That's great. I gave you three days, yeah. one and done, never have to work again. Yeah, you never risk, miss the risk is not The risk is not worth the reward. I For one and done, I bet your chances of getting caught are one and five. I bet you it's like pretty I'm fucking still not Good. Risking a twenty percent chance yeah, of going to me prison. Me neither. It's all going to be based on your prior behavior mm-hmm. and what you do after. Mm-hmm. Mm. What? Well, what do you mean? What I do after? With your money when you do the one and done. Yeah, yeah you have you seen me? Oh, I'd fucking buy a Ferrari and no, like I gotta lay low, man. drive it back and forth from my new house. And can that be the name Phoenix? of the podcast? I'd buy a Ferrari. Yeah, a Ferrari. I, would, Ferrari. I would buy Katie Lang's house and knock it down and, 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 and then put and up the, a sign that says, "Maybe you weren't here, KD." And the one and the license plate would be one N D U N. See, the investigators would be like, I think he, I think he might have brought in cocaine. Maybe but his license plate is one and done. Case closed, though. Like, transaction done. No proof to it. Exactly. They never do speculate. it again. That's all they got. Never answer phone and calls. Never admit to anything. If they send you an evite to drug co, you go, nope, half decline. Of it, half of it would probably be gone on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Too far, all right. Not allowed to talk about <laughs> drinking kidding. Red Bulls. Tell us that joke. Oh, I quit those again. It's been tough. We'll see. I've got a ski trip coming up. No, I'm not drinking them. Oh, yeah. We'll no, see. No, 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 no. I got new reasons not to drink them bad boys. Oh, like health? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm running. I'm running a, running a bit of a higher blood pressure than most. Uh, well, I could have told you that. You've been fucking spazzing for 40 years. No, I do. That's why I'm trying to be relaxed today. Because <laughs> you got to take care of your ticker, man. You got oh, to. Oh, for sure. And I'm about like, I'm literally two weeks away from turning 40. So... Shit's getting real, bro. It's getting fucked. Oh, shit's My getting older real. brother lives in Vancouver. Sometimes will give me like a 
look at the future. So when we were like 26, I remember 25, he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, we're going to go play poker at my friend Josh's house because we do that every Thursday. He's like, oh, really? Five years? No one's going to be able to do that anymore. It's all like sour. Does he give you the like, watch the guy that gets so drunk he can't even stand No, he's like, in what? five years? All your friends are going to be weddings in the next three years. We're going to six weddings a summer, blah, blah, blah. He warned me like two years ago when everyone turns 40. You'll probably go to 30, 40 year old birthday parties and watch all your friends be like, <laughs> I don't feel it. Speaking of getting married, some one of our best buddies is getting married here, eh? Tyler Ramchuk. Yeah, congrats, buddy. Who's Good for you, man? Um, Mandy's? Oh, yeah. Well, but we knew that. Down. But Stag? Yeah. We have a reason to have a Stag all of a sudden oh, again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a Stag in June. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Renting a Huge castle in Fernie. Yeah, it <laughs> it looks like it is. It? Like, if those walls could talk, they'd say orgy. Yeah, straight shot, not one for, and done. Not, not from straight us. shot. Not from this. Yeah, straight shot. This is your house, one and done. That's what that wall would say. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. oh hey, I don't know if mic. I want that house if it's been <laughs> punched the mic off the table a bunch of times. Oh, oh, it's been orgied in. That house has been orgied in for sure. For sure. In for, for sure. In it's 30? like sixteen bedrooms, man. Yeah. If you get over fifteen and you haven't had an orgy, I think they take your house away. <laughs> What the bank repossesses? What, what area the of bank the comes and gets it? Is that in I'll the uh, improper use? Sixteen point eight four fund section C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of exciting things that we're looking forward to, Vegas is a month away. Oh, Vegas is a month away. So we just wrapped up hosting the Finns for a week. Yeah, yeah. How, How did that, that go? Uh, oh God, these guys tiring. Had, eh? you look well. They you had, don't look tired, but oh uh, well. I, so as I, as I'm getting older, I'm trying to be a little bit more responsible. So I I told them I'd go out with them two nights out of the nine that they You're were like here. a Kentucky tour guy. Just now. hold on. That's you, what I felt like. Just one night, guys. Like, just I one night. Like, you hosted them here and you weren't with them every minute of the day i was with them i would take them out and then i would let them be at about 10 o'clock every night they're all set up then they they were like they i got them to where they needed to be they were set up and then i would let them be and then reconvene in the morning for lunch and then i, I was bouncing i was i was working and then going to like lunches and then bouncing back and forth so i was still juggling so i was pretty impressed but i was i was running tired but those guys had quite the journey to get here uh, God bless them for finding the best in everything. But those guys came down and they had fun. They didn't let minus thirty five slow them down. I know a lot of people that said they could hear them in the arena, and like they were and they were times. tamed. So like the first game, I was like, gotta get some chance going, and and, and so they would and they would. They, Larvinen's it, quote though, yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. and 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 so Lar- I'm like, Larvin, you gotta keep it up, and uh, he's like, but no one like no one comes like no one joins us and i'm like that's okay like we're just learning and so like whatever but then we had this talk in the intermission he goes jay jay and he's just like sleeping he's like this arena is like a buddhist temple (laughs) oh that's sad (laughs) so he's giving me the sleep i'm like i know i know i know i'm like what we need to do is we need to get 300 fins in a section here for like a month yeah and set up shop and then just do everything and then everyone will kind of gravitate towards what you do but uh they did some chants one of the funny ones was um so uh pecorino is in net for nashville and we were in the attack zone attack twice zone so we got to see him a lot so they were just chirping him and finish huh. oh it was so fucking Kay. funny M- mind my ignorance but can swede speak finish and finish can speak squeed that is very ignorant no they cannot well then why how, then why if they chirped him and finish what would he care pecorina is from finland wow do you have a button on that thing <laughs> that makes a noise 
No. Wow, <laughs> four buttons, the Roadcaster Pro. No. I have like 50 some buttons I can scroll through. None would be able to do anything for that moment. Wow. Oh. That's like plus. Letterman thrown over to Schaefer to like hit the symbol and Schaefer's like out I getting a booster I don't know where juice. every goddamn boy's from. Pecorine? So hey, how do I know? Can we one finish? of the plus guys he wears yellow jerseys all the time. Nashville. <laughs> one of the guys on the trip, Tommy, was the one leading all the chants. Like, and they're saying like just like some vile stuff and like, you know, pull out your wang, like show it like what I'm saying, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so like they would say it and then like all the fins would laugh and then like some people around us would be like yeah what he said and then that gets another laugh uh so larvenin being the guy he is took a video of tommy saying all this stuff and he posted through his channels and then the next two days later when phoenix came to town larvenin uh lined up a meet and greet with auntie rana ranta who is from finland chomers I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes, no, you do know now. I'm you not, do know I'm now. I'm not listening. And so they went and met with him, and, like, and Auntie Ranta saw Tom and, he, and Tom, and he's like, if you say that to me, if, you know, you're the guy. If you say that to me during the game, he's like, and if we win, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like yell at you and wave my stick at you after the game. But obviously, he got shelled. Thank God, and that didn't happen. That's awesome. But it was funny that it got to the yeah, player, yeah. right? So, like, Tommy's just, like, like smiling ear to ear because, A, he got to meet an NHLer. Yeah. Thanks to Larvin for lining that up. And then uh, for him to be, like, recognize him. And he's, like, he's got, like, he went from, like, two Snapchat followers to, like, 10,000. Oh, it's funny. Well, this, this is the influence of Larvin. Larvin is like legitimately a big deal. He went from two snap followers to 10,000. Yeah. So now is he just like T-fence he's terrified? Which is like, oh, every day, like you can tell he's pumped about it. He's like, oh my God, Jay, just look, just look. Like, oh, he's like, I got another thousand followers. He's like, what, like, what do I do with this? I'm like, you're a celebrity. Get your dick out. You're a celebrity. Yeah, did yeah, you, yeah. Did you Get plan, your dick out. You guys planned this for Finns to come here when they was playing two Finn goalies? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's fins yes. on a lot of yeah, yeah. teams. So, well, like no, the two goalies. We, yes. we, well, that, that's coincidence of the goalies. We always try to plan for fins. There's fins on every team. Mostly, yeah. Guaranteed, I'd be, I'd be, guaranteed I'd be, there's I'd be, one fucking team without a fin. There, there might be. Air there might be, team. but that's worth that's worth checking. But the fins are infiltrating the NHL. But anyways, they came and they had a blast. And uh, yeah, we had some fun. And so now they're back. And now we're starting to, the works on planning a 20 person trip to Finland in September to go watch how they do things uh, in their hockey games. That line that it's a Buddhist temple yeah. was heartwarming and heartbreaking. I know. Heartwarming, <laughs> I call it. It was bittersweet because it's yeah. so fucking funny and accurate, but so disappointing that it's funny and accurate. Uh, Chalmers, there are 47 active Finns currently playing in the NHL. Sweet. So you'd be real close to one on every team. Chalmers, how many teams what are there? There's in the like NHL? five on 32. Yeah. Nashville, Nashville does not have a yet. lot because they have Soros, they have no, Rene, they have Brandland. Yeah. Uh, well, so in Carolina, Carolina is basically mini team Finland. Yeah. You guys are surprised I don't know this stuff, but like, why would I know this stuff? Because you know everything. Uh, Miko Salamaki. You're one of my one least on stumpable friends. Mm. Yeah, not when it comes to stuff like that, like nationality of every. I feel like you do, though. I feel like you sit down uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, that reminds I me of the linebacker that was born in blood, went to yeah, Charleston. Because I purposely talk about the things that I know right now. It's a good move. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 a good lane to stay in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because I tend to talk about the things I know. You want to talk it's about, about the Astros move. baseball scandal? Oh, fucking, we should talk about it. We're going to talk about Super. You know what? I actually want to talk about one day. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to talk about it. things are in Katie Lang. Was the fucking Aaron Hernandez documentary? Oh, I got to don't, don't so say good. anything yet. It I, is I haven't so started good. watching it, so but good. I'm starting to watch wow. it soon. Wow! So I started this documentary on Friday night at around ten o'clock, and. uh 
I went to bed at four in the morning, yeah. not because just that that doc is three, it's three sections of one hour. Yeah. Right. But I started watching it and then all of a sudden the preview for don't fuck with cats came on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that shit's. Did you watch so that too? Dude, yeah, is man. Is that good? Cause I heard yeah, it's fucked up. You watched up. all it's of that. So good. You watched all yeah, of six. Aaron Hernandez, then don't fuck with cats. Oh yeah. That's you it was like, a long night. And it was like one of those things where I looked at the clock and it was 10 to four. And I was like, holy shit. I That's a lot of death what for you on a Friday. Four in the morning. It was a lot. The air, yeah. I could have got four to Medellin and back. Uh, no, here's the thing. I was so into it and the time was going by so fast. I actually was drinking a, a rusty nail and it lasted for about an hour and a half. And then I poured a second one. You know what a rusty nail is? That's um, I don't think I do. That's scotch and drambuie. That's right. It's three quarters. Drambuie, very underrated. No, yes. no. Drambuie is super good. Drambuie is You're turning 40, awesome. not 70. No, but... Well, so, what so. are you drinking? Cuddy Sark, Mr. Foot? Jesus. No, you know what? It was it was a nice drambuie with a nice... You know, I think we got... I think I won a Dewar's in that golf tournament we were in. Yeah. Yeah. So I was mixing it with that. But it's really, really good. My granddad used to drink them and so on. Mm. on like you're becoming the, your granddad, man. I know, but... That's the, okay. I know. So we have a little tradition where we have one of those every every year on the day that he died and now we just drink them because they're fucking good they are so, uh, yeah, yeah. They, so I was they drinking those good. because I didn't want to go upstairs and keep having a poor Ryan Coke because I tend to drink them quite quick and uh, standing so, in your pool and I was Chandler. just in awe like and I wasn't even drinking it because I was just like so mesmerized by the fucking shit that was happening on the TV all I could sit, think of watching this Aaron Hernandez document is whose life could stand up to this quality of documentary writing? Like a team of people basically went and contacted everybody you've ever met yeah. and threw Netflix money at them until mm-hmm. your old high school quarterbacks doing the dot. Like, whoa. I know. Ooh, boy. Yeah, we won't ruin it for anybody, one. but if you haven't watched them, go watch them. Yeah, do it. And yeah. don't do it all in one night. It's if all you've never watched Or football. if you do, Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail yeah. it up. Yeah. If you're a mixologist out there, a Rusty Nail is three quarter ounce of Drambuie and one and a half ounce of Scotch whiskey. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's five ounces of fun right there. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Three quarter ounce. It's just over two ounces. That's just I thought that was three ounces. I thought that was three. I mean, my man, still JR, JR, that's just the ratio. Okay. You actually go like one and a half of Drambuie and then to the top. Ah, but nice. You got to have lots of ice. ice. That's, yeah. a, yeah, that's a big ice. boy. That's rusty nail right yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Big boy hockey. Stops you from having to go upstairs. But I had to get up at 8 a.m. and go to hockey, too, for the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. Wow. Wow. That's a grind. But that's okay, because you only need about 30 minutes of sleep to pop up twice as energized. I popped up pretty quick. Yeah, I had a workout even, too, that day. In wow. the morning. In the I morning. My life you are resilient, no, 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 sir. after I came home. What the fuck? Yeah. Got to take care of that. And then I had to, and then I went to, you know where we went after that? You guys might find this interesting. Medellin. To the BP's. <laughs> up on in Bell Tower? Not to Medellin, no. <laughs> we went to the BP's with my son's uh, second year novice hockey team and then went to the Grant McEwen Griffins and the, oh, and the arena Concordia the- Thunder hockey game. Oh, I've been good at hockey. At yeah, Rogers. And that's a pretty cool yeah, fucking yeah, arena yeah, there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, so, the, I got a big, t- here's Mike, I'm keeping it 100. Start <laughs> serving alcohol in there. The fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Like, oh, let's bring it back for kids out for kids games. In that, ga- it's a junior, it's a college game. They don't serve booze. Oh, they college don't booze? serve booze. Oh. They don't have a concession open. That's there is absolutely zero. That's the a only thing they had was these thunder sticks that they gave all the kids and they just ended up all over the place, right? Like if we could have given, and the kids are running around, man, we could have given all these kids popcorn. They probably would have sat for a little longer, right? They didn't even have a concession open. So, like, we had a couple beers in the BPs and then just oh. drive for the rest of the night. Here's wow. what you do. The Let's, casino's right there. You go but, get a stroller and you go and get a child's snowsuit and you pack it full of bags of popcorn. This place is very well lit. You get it past security because they're like, oh, that guy brought a baby in in a 
stroller. Yeah. Trojan horse popcorn. All popcorns, all margin. Mm. All margin. And Salt the arms ever. of this snow suit are just beers. Then you take yeah. bets for yeah. people for the casino. You say, who wants to play blackjack? I'll go play for you. Whole, and then I, you run back and forth yeah. between the casino. I'm an agent for the casino. I run the sports book. Who are you betting There's on? There's $20 third? on black. You so lost. This, and then is, you run away. This, is, this is after the Oilers game too, right? So there's still stragglers from the Oilers game in that casino. And I did go in there with, a, with and during the second and third, Naturally. me and a guy from the team. Oh, of course, there was like a bunch of us. We went in there, had a, had a quick beer because yeah, I mean, it was just getting boring at this yeah, point, yeah. right? Yeah. There's no, in, like nothing. So we go in there and there is this guy in this Oilers jersey and he is 10 out of 10. Like can't even see, can't even talk, head on sideways. Matinee hockey, baby. <laughs> and his girl is like a young girl and she's put a $20 bill in the American dream. Uh, the big tall one. The big tall slot. I right? mean, what's a slot machine? <laughs> so so she, it's $1 a spin, yeah, the big. five lines. Her first spin, she gets the bonus. The bonus is you spin this wheel, she gets 100 free spins. Holy shit. $1,200. And the oh, guy's like, the guy, it was the guy's 20 bucks. And she's like, is this good? What's happening? We're like, oh my God. You want to dollars Yeah. I would have married, her, I married her for her money. <laughs> so then she starts yelling at the guy, what do you want me to do with the Like, and I'm just like, I can't fucking watch. We're going to go to Medellin. These people are yeah. really going to print out this cash out ticket and like not know what the hell they have and like walk. I don't know. It was fucked. It was, it was hilarious to watch them, but it was crazy to watch how they one spin. One straight up spin. One and done. Just one, and, one and done. That's like your boat. Yeah. The American dream. And I think it was like called the American boat. dream. That is the American dream. Sensational. Man alive. Sensational. Sensational. Your Sensational. Check's got a, I'm a wrap this shit up face on no. right now. Uh, no, I just wanted to quickly plug who we have coming up on the show next week. Well, talking about documentaries, everyone I think has probably seen the trailer for the Connor one that's coming out this weekend. We have Connor. Yes. Yeah, yeah Chalmers. We he got involved because of our David. GoFundMe that's yes, doing yes. so well. Everyone who's listening, 100% accurate, Connor McDavid in I have, studio. I have never seen this documentary trailer. trailer. Well, I'm going to show it to you. And it's and it's just like, I bet you a lot of us suspected that it was more severe than it was because they were keeping it such like a state secret. And now they kind of let the details out of well, actually how bad his injury was. But had this is what confuses me about this documentary. I haven't seen it yet. Why would they be filming it all? What are they going to like catch on camera if Connor got the bad news, his knees toast? Like, why would you allow camera crews to be around you? Because Adidas spends a lot of money or Sportsnet spends a lot of... It's an Adidas Sports Center BioSteel, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our good friend Shane Fennessy, who we had on in the past to talk about this kind of stuff, he was on that crew. Yeah. So he'll join us next Tuesday, Uh, 2 o'clock. We're going to get the ins on all this shit. Yeah, we'll find out more. The fact that, like... He didn't tell us shit about this in our off mic conversation. No, man, because he's actually he legitimately it, hooked up he and keeps cool. It 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but on McDavid's injury, this was Ryan Rashog's tweet. We haven't gotten it yet this episode, right? No, nope. yeah, okay, all, no, no, it was mostly <laughs> Katie Lang related. <laughs> yeah, who's uh, Ryan Rashog? <laughs> Ryan Rashog from TSN. Yeah, hmm, what's tweeted? <laughs> after speaking with a member of McDavid's camp, some follow up on his knee injury. Roughly ten days after the injury, McDavid was informed that major reconstructive surgery was required on his torn PCL. It would have cost him the entire 2019-2020 season, would have involved grafts, screws, and could have fundamentally changed the way his knee worked and the way he skated. They sought out three more opinions, and rehab was eventually presented, which McDavid took. It had its risks, as there was no guarantee that the PCL would heal properly on its own, but a strict regimen of stabilization, diet, and thorough rehab allowed it to heal. They kept the information extremely guarded throughout the process, and it explains why McDavid was... uh, There was a bit of tension when he was back at training camp. So Rashad kind of explained it all. Like we were very close to not seeing Connor McDavid for a calendar year, and potentially never seeing Connor McDavid at this level again. Oh my god! Imagine that, was his, imagine that was his career arc. Oh, 
Like that, imagine it was so, goes to Oilers. Everyone says the Oilers are going to ruin his career. Breaks his fucking collarbone. Thank you, Brandon Manning. Had three unbelievable years. Torched his knee and done. Like and that shit happens, man. In a yes. lot of sports, where yeah. generational players yes. get fucked up like that. Like we were close to that. That's <sighs> fucked. Like Connor's he's not still, human, though, right? Like, yeah. how has he come back rehabbing six months later? He's back at Stem first cells, game baby. of we're, the fucking season. And he looks all yeah, world. What right a now. champion! We're gonna see how going? hard he worked because you're gonna find out what makes Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. He's just bathing his knee in BioSteel drink. Yeah, hey, he's, he's just drinking. He's just drinking the pink. His knees immediately. You rub the pink at that point. Yeah. Um, but having Shane on next Tuesday is going to be fucking Super. awesome. Oh, like man. this guy was, he would have been working on this in like May. This is the difference between real cools Before and the, the rest of us. Huh. Your Ramchek, you no. might be a cool later on April in life. Six. I don't know. We yeah. would be bragging about talking to Connor McDavid. Real oh, cools geez. are like, I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm actually but. also impressed that the Oilers were able to keep it as tight as they were. They were living they the, probably didn't even know. the chairman of Adidas probably came over here and like put fucking Nicholson against the wall. He's like, let us make a movie. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it is fascinating. Um, another thing that was fascinating, you mentioned I had my wrap it up face on, but that's because we have a guest coming up here to end the show. Truth. Sam Costa, you might know her on Twitter as Sam and Yeg. She sent out the tweet saying that in response to the billboards that CJ was putting up in the city, she wanted to raise money for a Calgary charity, some goodwill and in, mixed into the rivalry. She donated $25 to brown bagging it in Calgary. $2 is all it takes to feed a child for a day, I believe. Um, it sparked a movement, $37,000 raised in total. 560 people have donated $10,000 from Brett Wilson, which is awesome. Our friends at ATB chipped in 2,500 as well. Um, this was cool though. Hey, Brett Wilson gave 10 grand. Yeah. yeah he she said, she it. said if he hits 10, if she hits 10 grand, he'll match it. And then he said, if you hit 20 grand, I will fly you to Nashville to watch a hockey game. Who's Brett Wilson? Sorry. Our GoFundMe could have done this <sighs> for tip. If you just see it through. You can answer me. Who's Brett Wilson? Uh, Brett Wilson he was is a quarterback. Nope. He was the lead singer of the Beach Boys yeah. and lived yeah. in his, lived in his bed Brian for Wilson. a few years. <laughs> That's Brian Wilson. He's now the he's volleyball. Bed and he has money. So he, he's the volleyball on the island with Tom Hanks. Hey, you just never knew his first name. It was, yeah. it was Brett. Brett Wilson. <laughs> well, before we go to Sam, let's just talk about how lame that billboard design is that oh, Calgary's putting up. That, and apparently they're putting it up, what, by the TSN studios? Oh, you wait what, till you see. Font, it, that's the only billboard it'll be up at because CJ is a Bell Media station. Yeah, you like, wait till you see the response. Horrific execution. Little, uh, like little just call and answer from our like. Friends over be there. better. Yeah. Like come at us, bro. Who said bad? What, look, what, like the font. Who said the font? Me. <laughs> what is it? What, like, they use wingdings. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just poorly designed. It was papyrus. Chalmers, I don't know if you know this, but everyone in Calgary is an idiot. And they're like, oh, I guess we should do a billboard. And they're like, does anyone here have any graphic design talent or wit? Not a soul stepped forward. <laughs> I like when I went to Medellin. So, when I these, okay, so they're actually doing the billboard thing. Yeah, yeah it's going it to it be? be up on the Bell Media billboard outside like the TSN bear station there. And then after that one goes up, there will be a response on behalf of Oilers fans that will go up right after it. Uh, <laughs> Like, and it's actually good. If these idiots want to get into a I, billboard I, 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 war, I, I like that we have a. Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck. Do not fuck around. We will legitimately start a fucking. There go will fund be a GoFundMe. We will flood your fucking city. Every single yeah. billboard. Powerful message. <laughs> you guys are throwing out a lot of GoFundMe. Powerful message. And then we'll go to Medellin on a one and done. And <laughs> yeah. I'm 20 minutes away from a GoFundMe most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> what would your billboard say? One and done. 
See you later, with a life. map to Medellin <laughs> with a dotted line of the fastest plane route. Future me with money in your hands. <laughs> yeah, Chalmers with an arrow and you with money bags. <laughs> yeah. Retired. That's my billboard. What is their billboard going to say? I haven't seen it. Oh, oh. it's basically like, uh, you guys stink. Like, yeah. it's, oh. it's just like. It oh. says the Matt Kachuk friendship tour. Yeah, like, wooey. The font Chalmers. Do you think he's going to fight Cassie? Sans no. Serif. Don't you think he should just line up and get it over with? Yeah, but he probably done won't. that multiple times. He probably he won't. That Calgary's stance, apparently, from Eric France's biggest fucking blowhard puppet there is in media, <laughs> um, states um, that it should be de- handled by Lucic or Ronaldo. So my oh answer my is, my answer is Zach Ronaldo Schitter. plays soccer. Well, he, well, exactly, and he's mm-hmm. from yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Who does Zach grab then if that happens? What's that? Who does Zach go after? What do you, what is well, your Bill gonna, Peters. He's going to fight whoever fights him, but I just hope he fucking goes and tries to take a run at like Monaghan like he did McKinnon in the first shift in that Colorado game. Like if he does All that, hell will break that loose. will fucking set the tone. And George Peros hopefully goes back into like fighter mode yeah. and is eating that popcorn <laughs> that he was able to buy because the concessions are open. And he, paid, yeah, exactly. he paid $12, but he used his NHL access card to get 15% off. Can somebody explain to me what George Peros thinks he's doing by coming here? It's like making a statement. I'm going to come and pray. Like, he's he, coming to Edmonton? I guess, yeah, yeah he's I'm coming to watch the game. game. Oh, I guess that's maybe, all right. I guess maybe he can see the context of the yeah. game better than just video. Yeah. But, like, maybe we could get him to swing by and pick up his hockey bag that he is sitting in our studio. Maybe. Look, point. if you're going to narc us out to the director of that player was from safety. A one and done. What if he has a bad blood with Edmonton as a result of that bag being kept that long and then he suspends Cassian for an extra game? All the better reason to get Because you Eddie snitched. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. There's the Anaheim Ducks bag in here that I'm told was George Paris. It is. So I'm just saying it's taking up a lot of space. And now that we're friends off with him, maybe he could come grab yeah. it. I, I like George Paris. I got a lot of time. I don't. I, he's got the worst position in the universe right now. And it's I know he's not. It's not solely his discretion, his decisions. And sometimes it's he's, he's listening and being told what to say. But like, just like. But fuck. this is what he got with this job. It's like when Shanahan had this. Yeah. Job. And I, just I, everybody I, freaking out and saying you're an idiot. Well, like people like, yeah, like on the other side. But like, I get the the arc that he's trying to go on. Like he takes that position. He gets a chance to interact with all of the GMs in the league yep. and all the, you can you know, come here, talk to the media directly. Right. So it, but it allows them like there's, there's, the there's politicians a pl- move. There's a plan there. There's it's a like plan showing there. up at the disaster site and well, shaking hands. You start as the school superintendent or trustee. Yeah. Then you become an alderman yeah. Then you become the mayor mm-hmm. Then you fly to Medellin. Yeah. Straight shot, straight shot. No and one then, sees it coming. And then if you go to jail, you got that political pension money to bail out on. You're just, it's, that's the real, real way to do that's it. That's why Paris is here. a lot of good life advice. Chalmers, if you ask the question, this is a wealth management podcast. This is a wealth management podcast. Like for well simple, yeah. Like you're not, you're not still using mom and dad's guy, are you? You're not still not going to. No, well simple right? it should be a one and done. But they're own, aren't they owned by like TD Canada Trust, the oh, same people that you're yelling about in the ad? It's I like Expedia no and Kayak and yeah, all that. They're all in bed. Hey, together. did you ever see the tri- you know the Trivago? Jeez. Sorry, right do you know the Trivago commercial? Yeah, yeah, that guy got a DUI. Where the, the, the guy's thing. like the guy, she's she's paying for a room and it's like 120 dollars, but then the guy he goes to pay for it and she says nine the person says 97 and she won't give her credit card up she's like what the fuck is this like why am i handsome dad yeah but you know the trago yeah the woman is wendy from breaking bad the 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 prostitute you know wendy you know the drug addict (laughs) 
Just go and <laughs> watch the commercial. Never watch, I've, I've never, never seen Breaking Bad. I'm trying to think the process. You know, Wendy. They're both they're both checking in. No, no, no. I know the scene. Where in Breaking Bad do I know her from? She's a prostitute that lives in the hotel, and she gets her meth from uh from from what's his name? Aaron Paul. What's his name in the show? I keep DMing Sam and Yeg, being like, five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes. Are you done with your unnecessary facts? Yeah. What does she need to do? She got to do the interview. You You didn't give her an hour runway of when we could do this? <laughs> I was under the impression it was done. Okay, bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good podcast. Next week we have Shane Fantasy to talk about the McDavid thing. That'll be Wendy. cool as well. It's back- you know, Wendy. Wendy, fucking Wendy. Back to back Mary Brown's pop-ins brought to you by Mary Brown's and their delicious pop-in chicken. Mix in Thai for an extra kick of sweet heat. For the listeners, you might know her as just simply Sam in Yeg, but Sam Costa joins us on the line. We're going to chat a little bit about it, it turned into a movement, really, Sam, uh, what you did on Twitter. And why don't you just kind of take us through the steps that this is th- that this has kind of gone through? Um, well, it kind of started with the whole billboard idea. Um, obviously, some people weren't very happy about it. <laughs> so in response to it, I figured we could poke some fun back but put the money towards a good cause and a lot of people enjoyed the idea was there a reason you specifically chose brown bagging it is there a connection there with you well i kind of just looked up a few charities and i read that they were a favorite of a few people in calgary so when i looked into them i really liked that they were completely community funded um they don't really get any government help at all um, and the fact that a small amount of money really goes a long way with them because each lunch is only $2. Well, we've gotten some legs out of it now because, as I said, it's turned into a bit of a movement here. We're looking at just around <laughs> or over $37,000 donated from 560 people, uh, $10,000 from Brett Wilson, uh, 2500 bucks from ATB as well. When you sent out that initial tweet on January 14th, did you ever imagine that it could, it could get this big? No, I had no idea. (laughs) Honestly, I really thought we might get a couple hundred dollars. But that's a a reason why I chose one where the funds would go a long way. It's just because if we didn't get a ton of money or support out of it, then it was still going to help a lot. And Sam, when did you, as you put out your tweet, when did you kind of see the numbers of retweets and likes growing to the point where you thought, oh man, this is turning um, into something? Right away, actually. Like, I think I sent it out on my lunch break at like 1230. And then by the end of the afternoon, it was already shared a whole bunch of times. So what kind of messaging or feedback have you gotten from kind of the general public? Was everybody on board with it? right away yeah was yeah there- everyone's on board with it um i mean there's obviously when it gets that big there's going to be a couple people who <laughs> missed the big picture i think but <laughs> for the most part i haven't had anybody upset about it at all twitter can be like a really really rough place especially in the sports community and i'm sure you've experienced some of that in your time but an example like this how much in your mind does this say just about the kinds of people that a lot of oilers fans are um, it speaks volumes, really, because I know a lot of people are, you know, having hard times in Alberta with the economy lately. So the fact that people were able to give a little bit and have it total the numbers that we got. I mean, in total, just out of the ALS and the Brown Big Charity and 
Um, yes, the organization as well. I think we got almost $50,000. Wow. So it really shows the generosity that people have and the willingness to help the community. Have you ever had an experience like this where something that you did kind of went viral before? No, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I think before this, I had like a little over 600 followers on Twitter. It was a pretty quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the little bit you had in there about, you know, the economy in Alberta and it, it, it is a bit of a tough time. And I think there, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I think there's a lesson in this where, you know, you're an Oilers fan and you even threw the joke in your original tweet. You're choosing brown bag in it so that kids can get a proper meal and grow up to be tougher than Kachuk. Like there's Oilers fans, there's Flames fan. The rivalry can be fierce, but at the same time, like it's Albertans as well, right? Like you can come together while also being hockey rivals as well yeah that's right so it kind of appealed to the larger community sense of the whole province instead of just the individual cities battling each other at the same time i'm sure you're pretty excited for an oilers win on the 29th as well right i am very (laughs) excited (laughs) um before we let you go here can i get a score prediction on the game and we're gonna hold you to it as well oh a score prediction (laughs) i haven't even thought that far uh Let's go 4-2 Oilers. That's what we like to hear. And just my last question for you, Sam. Have you had any, since this all started, you said maybe you had a goal of a few hundred dollars just, and then it turned into what it is. Have you heard from the people at Brown Bagging about the movement you started? Yeah, I have heard from them, actually. They've been keeping in contact with me the whole time. Um, They're over the moon excited about it. I don't think they expected it to get this big either. So they've been keeping in contact with me and letting me know exactly where we're at in terms of donations and lots of things from them, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think from Oilers fans and from Oilers Nation, from all of us here, Tyler and I, I just want to say congratulations on starting a really positive movement. I know I saw the the billboard thing going up and it was like, yeah, okay, but you actually did something that can make a real difference. So I think you deserve a lot of props for that. So congratulations on this. Thanks. <laughs> And, and thanks for giving us some time and thanks for giving Oilers fans a good name, Sam. We really, uh, we really appreciate your time today. Yeah. Thanks for supporting it and promoting it and getting everyone on board. You were a huge help. So it really was so awesome just to see everyone come together that way. There you go. That's Sam Costa, Sam in Yeg for a Mary Browns pop and a big shout out to Mary Browns for sponsoring all of our great interviews. And we will have a fantastic one coming up next Tuesday as well when we're joined by Shane Fennessy. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 155 of Nation Real Life. Again, another shout out to Jappa as pipeline work kicks off in Alberta. Jappa Machinery Group has new and used 36 and 47 ton excavators available for both rent and and purchase to complement their existing fleets. Love it. Check them out, jappamachinery.com. Boys, thank you. It was great. Fantastic. Episode 155 of Nation Real Life is over. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.